Thanks for tuning into the Reminders Podcast. Today I'm going to do something different for the podcast, not so different for the YouTube channel. When I first started this channel, it was completely dedicated to guided meditations. So my buddy Steven, who's been on the podcast before, just let me borrow this really cool hand pan. And he, as well as a couple other friends, have inspired and encouraged me to create another meditation track. So I thought it'd be fun to do a podcast episode in this style. So I'm going to dial in some reverb to taste and make it magically sound like we've entered a different space and guide us through a reflective contemplation. If you're just hanging out, feel free to find a comfortable place to lie down or sit meditation style. If you're out and about, just let this absorb in any way. Even when we're active, we can still come back into meditative presence. My favorite way to begin and anchor into that presence is through the breath. So let's take a minute to tune back into our natural flow of inhalation, exhalation. Filling the lungs and the belly and the being with this life-giving force. Letting go of any tension that we're holding on to in each exhale. Just do a few rounds of that together to anchor in, to ground ourselves into this moment. aspect of our being, our actions, our attention, our thoughts and ideas, our feelings, our dreams, all held in this eternally present, present moment. mysterious gift it is to be able to be present to this presence, to be a conscious witness to this moment.
And what a gift to remind ourselves that we can return to this at any time. We all know how easy it is to forget about the space, to be distracted from our own internal calm. Usually pretty tuned into all sorts of distractions, all sorts of ideas and stories that we're either looping in our own minds or paying our attention to through any form of media. Staying aware of our inhalation, exhalation. Let's multitask and witness that subconscious activity while contemplating why it is that we tune into the streams of thoughts and ideas that we do. What are we trying to find? What are we trying to resolve? We're looping around and around in the same old thoughts. Where are those coming from? Whose ideas are those? And are they ideas that are bringing us forward and deeper into who and what we want to be? Are they distracting us from that? Can we begin to deepen the practice of shifting and reminding ourselves of the ideas that do feel life enriching, that do feel grounding and purposeful? Peaceful, encouraging, inspiring, calming. phones and dive into any number of windows into other people's ideas what are we hoping to find there's such an overabundance of information that it almost devalues the novelty or value in being informed when we could be informed of any number of contradictory flavors of perspective. It can be disorienting, it can be overwhelming, 
can also be an opportunity to break through and realize that perspective is just that. It's by nature limited. If I look down and see the back of my hands, by the nature of perception, I'm not seeing the front of my hands. But that doesn't mean that my palms cease to exist just because I'm not perceiving them. That polarity of sensory input is by nature a binary and truth is non-binary. Truth holds space for both polarities. And yet we're usually defending one or another. They're running towards one and away from the other, trying to hold on to the good times, warding off the bad times. But when we practice simply being present, it's like strengthening the muscle of being able to stay resilient in any moment that we find ourselves to stay centered. Which is a really valuable skill right now. The way I see it, the human species has gotten generally very capable of physical survival. I wouldn't say that we've created systems of the most efficient way of surviving as a species, but we have certainly through our technology solved the problem of surviving the natural world. And I think it's time in our evolution to individually and collectively learn to emotionally thrive. To bring in our intellect into emotional intelligence. So that we're not demonizing emotion as a burdensome distraction from the good life, but rather as a intuitive navigation system for knowing whether or not we're in harmony with the natural world and with each other. If I were to simplify what emotional intelligence is, let's say that it's simply being self-aware and self-honest with how we feel, why we're feeling what we're feeling, and how we can go forward consciously to respond to the moment 
in a way that holds harmony as the higher priority. Not righteousness, not winning an argument, not convincing someone else that your perspective holds more truth than theirs, is more valid than theirs. But starting to notice our emotional triggers, what sets us off, what makes us angry or sad or feeling attacked. And to begin to, through noticing this enough, with enough practice, we can begin to notice it when it happens, not just in hindsight. And we can learn to shift out of reactionary instinct into conscious responding to the moment with what it needs with what we need. Learning to be self-honest about what we need and learning to be honest with others as to what we need. Whether that be space from a situation or affirmation and support from others. That type of practice is not a sign of weakness, but literally a showcase of strength. And it takes time to strengthen that skill. And you deserve that. People around you deserve that. This planet deserves to host a species that can bring its smartness into a new, deeper understanding. And part of this shift is slowing down Noticing that we're breathing, appreciating the beauty and grace of being here. Whether we're in the habit of telling ourselves that we want to be here or not, we can learn to detach from the mental stories and melt into feeling the calm the witness to what is without judgment without the need to understand every detail of the intricate pattern. With surrender and to trusting the mystery 
rather than wanting to reveal it, figure it all out. doesn't need our permission to be perfect, to be whole. It doesn't need our permission to be flawed and ugly and chaotic at times and difficult, dreadful. doesn't owe us anything, but I believe that we owe it to ourselves to come back home to the moment through surrender and forgiveness. And this way, the energy is freed be revived into something deeper, something stronger, something more fun and fulfilling. <laughs>